0: Alright, everybody ready? Yep (laughs) Pump is primed Time to bring the funny
1: Oh shit
2: Three, two, one Go
0: Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your podcast about the podcast, Too Beautiful to Live, and also a lot of other things in the temporarily upgraded day job studios in beautiful, safe Brighton, Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me on this final Friday catch-all edition of the show from the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the Ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike, the Jail Dude for Zell. Good evening, Mike. Uh, it's always good, good time for a night hunt. Yeah, we're overdue for one of these. Blind
3: studios, yep.
0: And in the Necco Wafer Conversation Hearts High Security Stockpile Headquarters in Livewood, <laughs> Washington, it's Christy Wise. Good evening, nice lady. Hello. And in the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, the city that works for you, it's Anne with a planned lund Home. Good evening, Anne.
1: Good evening, Bobby. Have you gotten the report on the well water for New Brighton yet? Still
4: poisonous.
1: (laughs) I just can't
0: believe we've made it this far uh, without exploring your city slogan.
1: I had no idea there was one.
0: Well, it's the city that works for you, according to Wikipedia. Wow. You can kick back. All right. (laughs) This is a final Friday roundup. Edition of LRB. We're going to go through our mailbag. We're going to talk about some topics that have come up that we've been meaning to get to for a while. But before we do any of that, Anne has an announcement. And since I have no idea what it is, uh, I think we should throw it to you, Anne.
1: I'm pregnant.
2: No. (laughs)
0: Like
2: to announce. I even know what it is. I knew it. (laughs) I know what the announcement is And when you said it like that I was like, oh my god, she might be pregnant (laughs) And I know it Justin and I are extremely happy Mm -hmm.
1: Which Justin I'll leave up to you guys It's
2: triplets So
3: many Justins
1: (laughs) I'm thinking Justin Morneau, former first baseman For the Minnesota Twins, maybe He's a little younger than me But I could dig it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Alright, I'm not pregnant um, thank you God. Can, I was going to
0: say, you can say it with more joy than that. No offense, parents.
1: <laughs> we can all be happy about this. do I have an announcement? I don't know. Christy, would you like to make the announcement? I think you should. You did all the work. Last week or at the beginning of this week. I don't know. Time is a blur. I submitted my 40th week of archiving for TBTL.
2: Insert fanfare, Woo! and so we know uh, what that means. Mike owes her a cheese party. Ooh. So, Mike,
3: wait a I second. Just... Wait a second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at the weather. Do we forecast. have
3: oversight on this? Has, has has anyone been auditing this process?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I can give you the weeks if you want. I have a spreadsheet uh... with every week in it. <laughs> So I was looking at the weather report here. If I think that if you could, I mean, it's a little short notice, but Wednesday, January thirtieth, the high is going to (laughs) be minus eight degrees here. So
3: I think that would be excellent. I don't think we'll be out of committee until probably late March, early April, which which means that sentencing doesn't come in until about (laughs) early June. And then sometimes they take a few weeks to pick you up and take you there, so uh-huh. you know uh-huh. let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. I would say, just just you know keeping expectations where they should be: July, mid-July, oh. late late mid, think, huh? early August, July late.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's already in August now. <laughs> well, I mean, Mike, the good news is you don't have to worry about hypothermia on your feet. <laughs> You don't even need to get snow boots.
3: I'll be the only person outside screaming, I can't feel my feet and no one has any sympathy for me.
1: You will have to worry about your snot freezing in your nose.
2: Yeah. There's that.
3: Oh, man. Actually, that sounds delightful. We could not get, you know, do some real business in there for a minute. No, it's... (laughs) Everything's frozen. It's weird.
2: It feels crunchy. It's not great.
3: Really? It doesn't work? No. No. I was trying to bright side the, no. the you know let's as, as a cleaning situation we could go on I could it's, go on the podcast it's like the cleaning your cleaning podcast
2: your nose hairs grow icicles is yep. what it feels like
3: oh okay, Oof. sounds heavy <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Anne has done amazing things forty weeks is i don't I don't even know who the next close competition is, maybe twenty I don't know oh. She's going to end up wow. doing all of TVTL. <laughs>
1: well, I asked what my next goal should be, Christy. I said, should it be 52 weeks? Should I aim for an entire year of
2: TVTL? I would.
1: Yeah, Um. Uh, sure. That's what you say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think to be able to say that, that's a good bragging rights. Uh-huh. That's how you've cajoled me through this process. <laughs> Well, for real we
3: should uh brainstorm on it and there this cheese party should be somewhere at some time where uh, as many of us as possible can be there and as many uh listeners as possible Absolutely. can be mm, there.
0: Okay. So, I was planning on being there so, once he uh, said cheese.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. And there will Frozen be cheese I cheesecake
2: mean, as well as cheese. Oh yeah. All types Ooh. of cheese. Mm-hmm. And cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most now likely. I'm in.
0: <laughs> Knowing this much, right? Uh, congratulations, Anne, for hating yourself that much. Yeah.
2: Thank you for your service. For being bored Thank at my job. So <laughs> I mean,
1: in my free time. Right. Definitely right. In free time. <laughs> Right.
0: Definitely after hours. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, with that, should we open up the mailbag.
1: Oh my god, we didn't discuss the mailbag beforehand. Oh. No, we uh-huh. did not. <laughs> There's literally oh, 80 emails on here.
3: Oh no.
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that tab.
3: Oh, we're losers. That's We we just andrewed this whole show. Man, <sighs> I'm going to do my taxes. See you guys later. You do
2: your taxes. <laughs> it's 3 months I'll never too read early. the article. All right. Mom, we we got to split talk up our Andrew shirking duties. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see. Uh, I see Anne. You're hovering over an email that's
3: yes. apropos. <laughs> let's start with an email uh, from that's Ellen. a That professional. You're hovering <laughs> over an email.
1: Um, and this is two months worth of emails because we didn't have a proper. Uh, final Friday oh, really? show for December but I'm not trashing all these emails they're good let's start with one from Ellen Ellen who hates talking snot is what it says uh Ellen says that nose picking story no 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 let's go back to talking about poop please I believe oh, that was the story was where Luke was on the airplane next to the the really, like, good-looking yeah. hippie who was picking his nose in the open.
3: Yeah.
2: What would you rather hear? I'd much rather hear about boogers than poop. <laughs> Why is this no. an either-or? This is not Takedown Podcast. <laughs> well, because she said, let's go back to talking about poop. I guess if you just say, oh. Uh, you know, I had to go to the bathroom. That's one thing. But if it was the same situation, like the his neighbor in the plane smelled like poop. Oh, do you know what I, I mean? Like if he it boogers got into all that. the way.
1: But I don't yeah. choose that.
0: <laughs> I believe it chooses you. Anne.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about blood instead Ew. of poop or boogers. If we're going for a bodily fight. I'm I'm
3: team poop. So, Bobby,
0: what's your vote? Are you the tiebreaker here? Can you? Well, I mean, I don't think semen's a tiebreaker.
2: Oh, Bobby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe he just told
2: me. I'm team poop as well.
0: Uh, Speaking of... Disgusting, terrible things. I'd like to read an email. Let's we're going to skip around, right? Because we don't have the concentration to go in order. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, This is from listener Sam, and it's from December eighteenth. Hugging the heck out of my phone, did I just hear Luke admit to enjoying Bravo property below deck on Monday's show? As a Bravo alum and Real Housewives scholar, I can only pray that this eventually leads to the collision of my greatest TV and podcast loves. I'm already workshopping recap segment titles. So far, I'm going with, quote, a song of Pinot Grigio and vaginal rejuvenation.
1: <laughs> Sam. Parenthetically,
0: Ooh, I know it's wordy, but it makes sense if you know the franchise, I promise.
1: I never heard of Below Deck before. They talked about it on TV because I don't have cable, so I can't watch reality TV.
0: Uh, I stumbled into Below Deck because I had an acquaintance who was watching it uh, once uh, a few months ago while I was staying at their house and... Uh, then Sam found it independently, and then I came home one day and she confessed to watching it as she was flipping channels, and we ended up marathoning it. So it is a reality TV show of the deckhands. It's the crew side and like the hostess side of a super luxury yacht that rich, annoying people book for a weekend uh, in like tropical waters and the guests are crazy and the crew all love and hate and are sleeping with and arguing with one another and it is absolutely the lowest common denominator of reality television um and it's so ridiculous and the, kind of amazing the um
3: Sam was talking about uh workshopping the recap segment titles and one of them was vaginal rejuvenation um what what? why why? That happened
2: all, all all those uh housewives get that.
3: Oh, I thought it was you know it was because the show is called Below Deck. Oh, good one. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, I get it.
2: Keeping things tight.
1: They're always doing something down Below there. Deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah And they all, always yeah there's
2: always And they all drink Pinot.
3: Contractors coming in and out. That's the thing. Yeah.
0: We're going to I need think a crane.
4: Just, this is why the
0: men's version of this is flipper flop.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Wow.
3: Um You went you went even further. I nice. have
2: one. Thanks. Okay. Um because this one really puzzles my mind. This is from Justina. Why is it so strange to make an actual appointment to get your hair cut? My son is nineteen and has been making his own haircut appointments since he could drive. It's not an old man thing. What is Luke's hang up here? There is a lot of haircut I just,
1: angst on TBTL.
3: You know how he, he uh, Luke likes to be Mr. High Tech. You know, like even this old man. I think I'm ten years older than Luke. I use an app, and I always am instantly in. You know. Right. It just tells you like it's gonna be twenty six minutes. Well, then I go run another errand or whatever. Mm. It's just put it on your phone, and it and all the major ones have it. All the major haircut places have it. Right? So He's going to supercuts. I don't cuts. get it.
2: It's it's not. Yeah, like a they high have an app. Place.
3: They'll 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 text you when the chair is open. Mm-hmm. I, those. What I thought was
2: strange was the kind of making fun of Andrew for oh. You have an appointment. Look at you. Make an appointment for your haircut. Like, <laughs> yeah, because last time he did it, he got like the runaround for two days. So, of course, mm-hmm. he's going to make an appointment. He learned oh his God. lesson. That was an hour on TBTL that I'll
1: never get back.
3: <laughs> well, you say run around, but a part of it was him just stomping out. It right. was a, a runaround slash stomp right. out.
0: There's an email from uh, December 13th from Angela. Uh, it's a sport ball email. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's it's really long, but I'm just going to read the first old. couple of sentences. Well, I'm going to read them in context. I can't take it. Usually I'm amused by Luke and Andrew talking ineptly about sports, but this week's No Point crossed a line for me. Luke forgetting that the Saints exist. Uh, I just wanted to mention that because so did the refs. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Uh but I only also mention this because we're we're done with no points for like a while until the guys decide they want to talk about the Mariners.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh I, I think that you would be remiss if you didn't read the last line of that uh throw your phone, Bobby.
0: Oh sure. Uh thanks for letting me rant and all the rest that you guys, parenthetically, let's be honest, mostly gales, do. <laughs> followed by one of the smiley faces with a larger than natural smile. I lose track of what all the different ones are called.
2: Because you're 80.
0: Guess my service has been, meant nothing to
3: this
1: person. Um, let's do a couple of all the vegetable ones oh, that God. we missed because we were so enraged by the vegetable discussion. Some of these were really good. Uh, Alicia's
2: is really funny. We'll read Alicia's. Okay. Um, Sorry. On January 11th, Alicia says, I was so looking forward to having the guys back with daily episodes, but holy hell with the unending vegetable talk. They make Harlem Pepper look concise. (laughs) 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 Listening to vegetables ranked is the new growing grass, watching grass grow. we need and we didn't need a new version sheesh
1: (laughs) (laughs) um we have one from heather or the u.s potato lobby (laughs) (laughs) oh my god luke no we don't have to admit that potatoes are garbage food without health benefits potatoes are not always french fries or chips a regular potato with the skin on has plenty of vitamins and fiber. Potatoes aren't health food, but celery is? That makes no sense. Potatoes are a great food that plenty of people include in a healthy, balanced diet. I went to the grocery store tonight and I bought more potatoes because I'm on a potato yeah. kick because I got so mad about Luke's potato shaming.
2: Well, and Heather said it's good. <laughs> it's so good. It's, yeah.
1: And she works for the U.S. Potato Lobby, so she knows Mm -hmm. what she's talking about.
3: Mm -hmm. She has access to all the unbiased facts. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, read that one, (laughs) Chrissy.
2: This was my favorite one. Um, So this is from Catherine on January 10th. Luke said all the science points to it that nobody can reasonably think eating more meat is healthy, except him three weeks ago. (laughs) Mm-hmm. at least andrew gave him some verbal side eye which is unusual it's like he's just he he just like powers out like for a while and then he comes back like oh were, were you still talking about this Uh-huh.
1: but hey, he definitely
2: did say that but on well
1: this isn't a recap but on the yesterday's episode from this week luke started inter interrupting andrew on something and andrew actually said oh hey can i just finish my point point?" and i was like yes you go you tell him you get to talk
2: yeah
3: <laughs> i remember that that mm-hmm. that one time. it was
1: an important moment
3: <laughs> yeah luke said no
1: but right yeah well no there was a sort of a verbal struggle for a minute where luke tried to keep going and andrew was like no i'm talking now <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. <laughs> Did oh. one of you do this one on the nineteenth from everyone?
2: That That's just me. says
1: <laughs> pecan.
2: <laughs> that
1: was me. <laughs> now was <laughs> that was a so angry.
2: Reference? Are you sh-
0: are you sure it doesn't
2: say pecan? Yeah. So it was Luke saying how he made pecan pancakes over or waffles sorry over and over again and I was so angry that I just turned <laughs> off the show and wrote that in because it was like hurting my ears mm-hmm.
3: now when you when you type that into um the throw your phone moment do you look up and the, do you like twirl around <laughs> while you type it in
2: <laughs> I was shaking my fist in the air
3: <laughs> okay at least you had that going
1: Sure. Um, right after that we got one on the 21st from Ann Miner who says stop picking on Donna and I was like who's Donna and then I Bobby I think that's when you and I and Hillary went after Donna on the west wing
0: yes uh, yes it was
1: I'm sorry Ann
0: she, she finds her legs in the later seasons but the rest of the show kind of doesn't so that's not a fair trade Christy, how far did you guys get in your West Wing Watching Club?
2: Um, I'm on season two. We need to restart it. We moved twice in the middle of the this happening, so we have to get this back up and going. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's she good. does. She does actually evolve. We we painted her with a pretty broad brush, but it does take like five years for her to do anything particularly
2: interesting. She's not I mean- as bad as that one lady in the first season. Oh, oh, yeah, but they, they um,
0: disappeared her, so it was okay. Yeah.
1: That lady that I always think of as the girl from the Cutting Edge movie. Yeah,
2: Topic. Topic. Exactly. Thank you, Christy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's Mandy. You're thinking of Mandy. Mandy. Yes. Oh,
2: gosh. She was... And she's not awful as an actress. I like her as Topic, but they just wrote her all wrong, and they had no chemistry. It was awful. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, well, you know, uh, those first few seasons of West Wing really thrive on you just wanting to pretend that you live in the world where they are all ideal. She just yeah. didn't fit there. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, speaking of Ann Minor, I want to go all the way back to the first email on this list from... This is me coming back from the West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yet you didn't check out for Below Deck. It's interesting uh November 28th uh, you know I'm open to new things Luke on doubling down when he's radically misinterpreting something I can only hope he was sipping coffee out of a middle-aged momish ten mug during that segment <laughs> I mainly mention this as a commercial uh those mugs still available at littleredbandwagon.com mm, get yours mm-hmm. I love mine mm-hmm. it's one of our larger mugs and I like that it's tall large not wide large like a friend's soup bowl mug Mm -hmm. And so I use it Mm -hmm. a lot to make double bag tea.
2: Nice.
3: It's my father-in-law's favorite mug at our house. He uses it every morning (laughs) when he's here.
2: It's a good one, especially the 15 ounce big ones. I think that's the one you have, Bobby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went big on that one. I really, Mm -hmm. I wanted to go all in on the middle-aged Palmish 10 movement.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really speaks to you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I missed this one before when we were talking about nose picking. I hate to bring it back to that, but uh, I I want (laughs) to mention Margaret's throw your phone on the 15th of December. She says, I could not, could not, an eternity of the detailed telling of his seatmates nose picking. I had to weigh out the risks driving on an icy highway and hit the move the fuck forward button on my phone, die in a fiery crash or risk my brain exploding into mush while I try to cope with this horrible and forever-taking story. I took the risk and hit the button three times. (laughs) I wish Andrew would have interrupted with a hot dog story. Thanks, guys, and thank you for your service, McFriz.
3: Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you.
1: I mean, the risks we take for this show. Or because of this show.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I like the move the fuck forward button. That's good. <laughs> if you
3: if you reach out in space on on the right, besides whatever device you're on, you can tap it. Just tap it in the air, and it's like it moves the fuck forward, which is like two and a half minutes. I think it only it, you can activate it when when you just say GAH! <laughs>
0: Uh, there are so many more emails, but a lot of them sort of have some of the same messages. Oh, uh, Missy on January seventeenth, just hugged my phone while catching up on whatever happened to pizza and McDonald's, and heard LRB get thanked on a prayer line for contributing to the important cause of investigative journalism. Y'all are just great people. Uh, I think that was I- you, Bobby. That was me. <laughs> yeah, I think I gave him ten <laughs> bucks. to say our name on a prayer line
1: okay after we got to whatever happened to pizza at mcdonald's then all the words after that i was like i I don't understand
0: (laughs) uh so you may remember that years ago we did a podcast sampler episode that i think we should actually do again sometime because it was a lot of fun and Uh i think it was actually jeremy who brought whatever happened to pizza at mcdonald's but he and i had both started listening to it and it was this guy brian thompson doing an investigative deep dive on why McDonald's <laughs> stopped serving pizza
1: is so bizarre. Still I mean, it's going. totally a Jeremy thing. It's totally yeah. a Jeremy thing.
0: <laughs> that show is still going. They are over 100 episodes.
3: I catch up on it once in a while. They every episode's like between like 5 and 9 minutes or something. Yeah. So, you know, you can you can binge 10 of them very
0: quickly and... in uh get on that investigative trail. Very important
3: investigative trail.
0: Yes. Some of the, some of the side tracks he goes down are better than others. I am a fan of (laughs) his crust to crust AM offshoot. (laughs) (laughs) And he also has an obsession about his, his uh, writing. He's trying to write a a sequel to Willow, Willow Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know it's it, the title sells it. <laughs> he he has a full title for it, but I just I mean, can't remember what it is. I'm actually in the whatever happened Willow's to pizza McDonald's to Slack channel. Worked. That that ten dollar donation got me access to that. I should ask him how he's doing. Oh wow, yeah.
1: Does he plan on there having Warwick Davis star in it still? Because he better get a move on.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read it. I uh, I don't think maybe I don't give enough to get the to get the script. <laughs>
2: We should do another another round of funding right,
1: well, shall we finish up with this this one last one here from Tyler? Yes, which was a very nice one that he sent to us. He says, "Hugging my phone and my dude, my man, just wanted to check in and let you all know that this is my favorite podcast, y'all. It's a contraction. Spark tremendous joy. Keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait for Bobby to finally receive a butt fax. Happy birthday, Hillary. (laughs) That's my favorite part.
3: Yes. Happy birthday, Hillary. I mean... When 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 someone when a, per, a person in your life is special like Hillary and a time like her birthday comes around, you really need to just stop, even if she's not here tonight because mm-hmm. she's resting, because um, she had some some sort of birthday related celebration <laughs> last night and this afternoon. <laughs> we should just always take advantage of an opportunity to, to celebrate the person who, mm-hmm. who's having the birthday. So yes, happy birthday! And, and, and was it Tyler? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, And thank you, Tyler. That was very
2: sweet. Wouldn't it be great if she aged a year every time someone said happy birthday to her? Oh, my God.
3: Oh, no. (laughs) She'd be breaking records.
2: Maybe Pizza at McDonald's should write that screenplay. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: I just think it's a wonderful sentiment that if you're feeling kind of down and sad about the state of the world, you can just remember that somewhere Hillary is celebrating her birthday. (laughs)
0: <laughs> she's she's on it she's celebrating yeah she's got it I love the way you guys smile when you realize it's Hillary's birthday <laughs> I hear she does too that is an excellent transition to inside jokes actually yep Uh, this is a good list that I think Anne wrote and none of us did a lot to add to
1: Jeez, I think
2: she got them. I think she did good, or we've done a clip show about it,
1: yeah. Or I think that our inside jokes are just so baked into our conversation that now that we, don't we forget that they're inside. That's yeah. true.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is the next party, and we love you, Jen. Those are OG Christy and Mike things, so. Mm-hmm. Christy, Wait, how let's, did set that...
1: this, let's set this up a little yeah. bit Bobby because this was a topic uh, suggested by listener Kristen which we talked about very briefly who said that she was a longtime TBTL listener but a new LRB listener and she was sad because she realized that she didn't get any of our inside jokes and so she wanted some explanation for them and we were like sure which inside jokes would those be so I just took a quick stab at jotting some down okay continue yeah,
0: I think Kristen, you're going to be disappointed when you realize how little substance there is to most of these.
2: <laughs> we're not as funny mm-hmm. as we think we are. No. Um, One other way we're like TBTL. Right. I can explain my part. I don't know, Mike's, but when we were, when we first started this, we needed a name, and we took it to the Stens page to ask what people thought we should name it, and then we narrowed it down. To probably like three or five. Mike, do you remember?
3: Uh, I remember it as four, so yeah. okay. I'm middling you on um, that.
2: And I liked the next, onto the or the next party, because, um, because you know the TBTL theme is onto the next party, and so we're saying when TBTL ends, we are that next party, um, because you know we're the after mm-hmm. the after show or whatever. So that is yeah. where when we definitely got outvoted on any of our choices and um <laughs> the little red bandwagon um became and I think my memory is that Bruce and Lake Stevens came up with that.
3: Um I Bruce, I love you and if if I'm wrong, please correct me. One of my regrets is I think that I came up with Little Red Bandwagon. Oh, okay. And when when I saw the four choices that people were voting on, I was like, "Please don't vote on Little Red Bandwagon because it's it's not as good as these other things." And and if I remember right, it got it like got double. Oh, yeah. Any other yeah? Because
1: you were wrong. It's a great down. name. And I
3: and I. Uh, by the time it got voted as our show name, I already hated it.
2: Yeah, so I I feel like every now I'm on the podcast record. hates their name at some point, right? Yeah, right. Um, so then I decided I loved that, um, that thing. Well, especially you know I have it tattooed on me, so I thought I wanted that to be part of the show, and mm-hmm. so I said, well, that's just going to be my sign off then. Yeah, so that's my part.
3: Okay, well, uh, we love you, Jen. Um, I just thought that we should have a sign-off, whether it was me or anyone else, that just indicated that none of this and none of what has happened with the community would have ever happened without her. True. So uh, I, I thought we shouldn't go an episode without mentioning her.
2: Aww. I agree.
3: So that was my hilarious inside joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you gonna start crying again? Uh, not me. Okay. No, Just not, not now. right now. Not yet. No, you were getting really sincere, and usually that's a segue to you crying.
2: Well, we do have one where we uh, talk any more about nose his balls. picking
3: talk, and, and,
0: and,
2: uh, <laughs> and I will. Be so we might get sentimental about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, studio names, I don't really remember how that started either. Um I think Oh, wasn't it I, I did AutoZone. I right. Back so. there? right. I so. That was up there with like the Bud Light hot seat. Right. Right. Well right, right, it
3: was right, right. just
2: kind of taking so it was off the AutoZone what,
3: Studios in Austin.
2: What they do, right?
3: Yeah. No, well my mine mine was a takeoff on like sports radio. Mm. Because They'll name know. their studio whatever, you know, that that week. Um, well, you know, like, even in news, like the Carter Subaru Studios. Mm. Or but what does whatever, your name but, mean
2: now? I think that they want that. Because some of us mm, have well, regular ones. <laughs> well, let me ask you about yours. <laughs> me?
3: Tonight, Christy. Um, you've settled into Nico Wafers mm-hmm. Studios.
2: I think I changed uh, it to that once. <laughs> I think when what, we did the candy the, episode
3: the, maybe oh, you changed maybe. it and it stuck. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Um what is the uh, situation with the the candy hearts? Is this the you oh. said the last year they'll be selling them and then and then what's what are you doing to Mike, how long make do sure have? that you're how properly barricaded?
2: <laughs> because this could be its own show. Um, Neko it's hard to find theirs and they changed the recipe a couple of years ago and so they're not actually good.
3: They're not as good as they used
2: to be <laughs>
3: because as,
2: they as don't possible. taste they're like chocolate. <laughs> they yeah, put <laughs> more flavor into them. As these these are these Wafers are, are terrible. So I have to uh, hunt for the right ones. I'm sending the I'm sending these Necco wafers back because so where I have to find they're them terrible. is at <laughs> 7-Eleven oh. or Fred Meyer. Oh, no, I am crying, Bobby. <laughs> now I am crying. And they're usually two for a dollar, the bags. And oh. if I see the right ones, I'll buy one bag and try it. And if it's there, I'll go back and uh-huh. buy them out. Uh-huh. Buy the
3: whole thing. But if it's the wrong ones, you take them back
2: <laughs> no, and, I...
3: and get store credit or what happens
2: there. <laughs> No, I I just eat the fifty cents. Like uh, I'm just like, but, wait, do, do, because it tastes better than a Necco wafer. <laughs> but I can tell by the yellow, if the yellow. At least will get it back in the end. If the yellow tastes uh, like banana, then I'm out. That's not the correct one, and so I just have to try um, one of yeah. those, and then I I know.
0: Uh, Christy, oh when I God. sent you some Necco wafers a while back. Mm-hmm. I bought more than would fit in that little box. And so I am currently holding because they've been in my desk here ever since.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Two more sleeves. So
3: the desk is is properly evened out, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah, shimmed up on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just thought of them actually earlier tonight because I had dinner with my my wonderful music director, my my artistic colleague here in Boston. We we have dinner usually on Wednesday nights when I'm in town. And we get Thai food. And he's been saying he's been suffering from heartburn lately. And I thought about <laughs> handing him an antacid. And then I remembered that they were Necco wafers. <laughs> mm.
2: They're really good. So I've gotten a case. Uh, I've gotten some from Bobby. Um, and sent me a case. and Or you brought it. I don't remember what it was. I did. I brought it. You brought it. Hand delivered. Even better. And then Meredith, as my secret Santa, gave me some. And I'll tell you that they mysteriously disappear. Someone in this house loves to make fun of me for eating Necco wafers, but also secretly eats them at night. God, Ellie is such a jerk. (laughs) She won't touch (laughs) them. She's like, these are disgusting. (laughs) More for me. So that was a long answer to, so I love Necco wafers. Listen to our candy episode. Actually, there's two episodes, right?
1: Yes, we did a candy yeah. clip show and then we did the show where we fought about candy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so everyone should listen to that and that's how I got my name. Mm-hmm. Fighting about candy was
0: my life from age five to, <laughs> to now twenty-eight.
2: <laughs> oh. mm.
1: Um as far as studio names go, <clears throat> the one that I was thinking of when I wrote this down was Meredith's current studio name, the Hodges Sbarro studio. Mm. Of course she's not here to explain it, but she wasn't actually the one who created it, other than that she was going to Glassman Subaru, and then she switched to Hodge's Subaru, and I think it wasn't even on the show, I think it was before we started recording, it was Meredith, and it was me, and it was you, Mike, and you just said something like, Hodge's Subaru, and then when you uh-huh. <laughs> introduced her, you said Subaru, and it stuck. <laughs> And that's why that it's a lot lot I, of I, And that's why you talk about like her, her Sabaro coupons and stuff.
3: <laughs> right. Wait, to like, like the
2: the the pizza place? Uh huh. Yeah, the the
3: airport pizza slash pasta. That makes
2: it even better.
3: Yeah. Well, the the origin. Um, I looked up because she had moved up there, and I looked up the Subaru a uh, place nearest to her because i think she was going there for a service or something and then i made that glassman subaru her place but then it turned out even though that was physically closer to her she went to hodges mm-hmm. mm. and so then because she took the time to correct me i, I decided that i was gonna make it something ridiculous <laughs> in the end which ended up being uh hodges Subaru. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now she has connections in the airport pizza business that, you know, we can all get a slice on our way. Right. To and from.
1: That cheese that's been under the heat lamp for six hours.
3: Mmm. <laughs> sure.
1: Um, and my studio name is really straightforward. It's been Stick of Butter from pretty much day one because I have a friend who she and I joked that we were going to open a bakery called the Stick of Butter Bakery, and we were going to write a cookbook called the Stick of Butter Cookbook.
2: So That's a great name.
1: Yeah. If, it, mm-hmm. if everything in it has a stick of butter, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I just <laughs> right. put that in my studio name, and it, and it was a winner.
3: That's like a mission statement, you know. <laughs> our promise to our customers. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Minimum one You're not stick getting of out
3: of here with a... Right. You, if, even if you buy one...
0: Pecan Sandy, it's going to have a stick of butter in it. It's the only cookbook found on coffee tables in cardiology offices across America.
4: Right.
0: Yes. Yes. It pretty much says come back and see us. Please, please rip out the recipes. Uh, my studio names are pretty straightforward. It's more that I bounce around a lot because I'm recording yeah, from different places. So, like tonight, I'm at work because I'm in Boston mm-hmm. this week and we're recording midweek, which we don't do all the time. So, that's day job studios. Tonight, they are upgraded. We didn't even get into this before we started, really. I'm using a different setup tonight because uh, last week, when I recorded from New York from my hotel room at the Westin in Midtown, I forgot my headphones and I had to run to Dwayne Reed and buy a shitty pair of earbuds before we started. This week I remembered my headphones and forgot my microphone. Oh
3: no. <laughs> oh no. How much did Dwayne Reed for one of them?
0: Uh not Dwayne Reed. I went to Best Buy and the only option they had for a for a USB mic that wasn't super shitty was super nice. Ooh. And so I spent way too much. Too huh. many jams. How many jams? On a uh, yeah. on a on one of those blue fancy ass desk mics nice and i opened the box very carefully because i do believe tomorrow i'll be returning this very fancy <laughs> blue desk oh. mic
3: <laughs> you know i do love you so much for that bobby but i i think in these kind of situations you know this is what jam money's for i think anyone would agree you know if you don't feel comfortable returning it and if you like it and want to you know, like have a travel mic or something. This is well. I mean, this is what this shit the thing is. is for, this right?
0: is. Am I right? I appreciate you, and I appreciate that. But this <laughs> microphone is actually bigger than than our usual microphones. Yeah. It's huge. Than the other ones you travel. <laughs> mic, you know. Maybe. I, I don't like putting the microphone on a stand on the table because it throws me off. I've got to have the laptop to one side and my notebook to the other now, and it's a whole production. I like the boom arm. I like our shitty $12 boom arms with the springy things on them because I like keeping the microphone up off mm-hmm. the table, and I could... This is too heavy for one of those. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing with Gene. Okay. All
2: right. yeah. Chunk, chunk. I'm back after microphone talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, and at home, oh, uh, Garden back. View Studios, because at the new house, my uh, my studio slash office slash place where I hide from Sam and the Cat is literally um, mostly all the way down in the basement with windows at the top, and it looks over a garden, so it is doubly a garden view. That's all. Nice.
3: All right. Uh, well, the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas, um... No, about a year and a half ago, we moved into a a home in a town called Manchac, which is just south of Austin. In fact, it's almost inserted into the south of Austin. It's so
2: close. Mm
1: -hmm. Or Manchego, Um, as Christy likes to say. (laughs)
2: It's delicious. (laughs) It's cheese. I'll turn anything into cheese.
3: It's spelled M-A-N-C-H-A-C-A, but pronounced Manchac. So, um, the deer blind studios means that I can open, uh, the large window in this, uh, former bedroom and look outside and see deer all day long going back and forth. Mostly, mostly ladies and their kids. And, uh, I don't think I've ever seen a buck out front here. So that means I've never been able to do any shoot. <laughs> um, Let's see uh mountain room um one of the main drawbacks of buying this house was the one of the walls in this bedroom has a mural uh which is uh, some mountains and they're very like crudely um crudely drawn in their blue shades of blue and maybe some green. I don't know. I've kind of blocked it out. But Emily immediately knew that this would just be her yarn storage room. And that's what makes it an ideal um, studio because I'm surrounded by all of her yarn, which really serves to to, uh, buffer sound and cover up that insanely terrible mural. So... There you are, Dare Blind Studios in the mountain room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas. And by ranch, it's 1.75 acres, and we have no outside animals.
1: And you guys have no idea how long it's taken us to be able to say it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's only now is it starting to feel kind of um, like it flows naturally. And we write it on the run I, sheet every if, time. There was that one time that Bobby didn't write it on the run sheet, and you were like, uh, Do
3: you... Do y'all think it was a little bit of a a challenge, a little bit of an F you to the, to the crew when I came up with that one? Because that was all me.
2: No, I was <laughs> delighted. Okay. And then Hillary's a self-explanatory. Of course. Right? So... Yeah. She's a middle-aged mommish.
1: I don't know is is 40 mm. middle-aged these days? Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm going to live to 100, so I'm not middle-aged
2: yet. No. I'm fine. <laughs> I think wasn't that the point is middle-aged mommish? Like all of it is ish, right? Cuz he had uh-huh. no idea what he was talking about. middle mm-hmm. Middle-aged mommish type person. Also the same <laughs> person that spent two hours trying to make a cowboy out of emojis. But we don't need to get into that.
3: <laughs> Jeremy can beat that time easily. Oh I'm sure. Oh
0: yeah. Uh Mike, can you tell us about our resident housekeeper? <laughs> uh well in please everyone
3: correct me if I'm wrong, but um hasn't Luke Almost since uh, hmm, the beginning of the post Cairo days, been in his room way too late uh, when he's supposed to have checked out, and it it seemed like there were there was a time when like three or four times a month we would hear a, a knock at the door, and then yep, and you mm-hmm. know housekeeping and Luke, you know, God knows what he was wearing. <laughs> at least pleads with them to. I hope at least points. one of those V neck things that. <laughs> oh Oh, god yeah and and so um because we're a podcast we have to do some housekeeping and i think one day i just did a little knock and uh and did the very racist uh hispanic uh housekeeping Mm -hmm. voice because and only because i can't do the ukrainian one so all the maids in portland you know Um, I'm coming after you next as soon as I can master that you know and then you can get your pitchforks Mm -hmm. and get after me Uh,
1: and then you added the mahalo occasionally after that time that Luke went to Hawaii and he was um somewhat racist towards the hostess (laughs) you decided to just throw that in
3: yes I did I did and uh the fact that I got no feedback just means that people unsubscribed is, is all I'm going to say about that decision
1: I don't know it makes me laugh every time
3: <laughs> because you have a dark heart Anne. I Emily, do. Emily tells me that all the time yeah You
0: have a very dark heart
2: I think you're up for the next one too Mike
0: yeah Mike the next one's also all you you're the expert <laughs> okay yeah
3: uh, Tom Sawyering um. Well, when when this uh thing started, it was uh, uh Christy and me and Jeremy, and um this stuff is a lot of work, and I don't I don't like I don't really like work, uh and Christy already had a job, and um, another podcast. I think I even had a job at the time mm-hmm. too. <clears throat> yeah, we had other podcasts. We had all this stuff going on, so um as soon as we started I quickly started looking around for you know people to lay stuff off to you know Bobby being obviously one of the first but uh I think from the beginning I mean I've had uh people like uh whitewashing the fence it's not painting I think in the book I think it's no, whitewashing it's, it's, it's
0: whitewash
3: and, um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so uh and and without all these people that i have quote unquote tom sawyer into this project it wouldn't be here today because um i can't fucking do all this stuff and and i and ain't got no time for that
1: (laughs) doesn't tom sawyer also go to his own funeral in that book yes Um, you're right yes everybody thinks he's dead and so they have his funeral and he's not dead Mm -hmm. because of course he's not and he like sneaks in and listens to whatever they're saying about him Yep. Oh man. That would be an interesting show. Yes.
0: Do you want to have a funeral for each one? It'd be like a roast but weirder. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, 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 I don't the idea of a roast a post uh you know, you, you roast someone at their at their funeral and then next week they're back. I I just you know, <laughs> oh, well that thing about the thing that I said.
0: <laughs> no. Man, I didn't mean that shit. There's a cottage industry here. We could call them roast mortems.
3: <laughs>
1: oh Ooh. my god, that's so wow. good, Bobby. I like, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like
0: it. Behemoth and Leviathan are words that Luke and or Andrew believe are real.
1: I think both of these are Andrew, right? <laughs> Luke's most... Yeah, but
3: Luke doesn't correct him, right. so they're... There's a chance that... Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at least Luke you know. at this
1: point knows that he's saying Volkswagen wrong.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, if we hear Luke say behemoth or, or Leviathan, then we'll know the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. That he's being a good person yeah. and just letting it go. Or no, I wouldn't even say good person. I mean, you could also say you owe it to the person to say something. Mm-hmm. If it's your good friend and they have a consistent problem with a word.
1: And they're saying it in public. I don't
3: know. What's the ruling? And their on that, job is you
2: know? to is to pay to, to talk. talk. <laughs>
1: I mean my thought is that if you understand what they're trying to say, maybe you should let yeah. it go. But this is very public. So maybe it's kinder to yeah. let them know.
0: It's also very funny. Yeah. It's
1: also very funny. <laughs>
0: Bohemoth and Leviathan well, are just the more cumbersome versions of those words, which is appropriate. True. It
3: It's a good reason to listen to after these messages because Vives does not let him get away with that stuff. When he said disheveled, <laughs> uh, someone looked disheveled. That was the best two, two minutes. It wasn't even two minutes. <laughs> it might have been just a minute and a half uh, in podcast history is Andrew getting pants for saying someone looked disheveled. <laughs>
0: Uh, you put yambags next on the list. I'm sure that we don't need to tell people what yambags means.
1: I don't know. It's a thing that we say all the time. Well, we try not it's to. It's Mike's balls. People
3: not picking it up in context.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, where did it, where, how did it take this meaning on for our group? I guess that's the question. Oh, uh,
3: well, it's just what I have called my yam bag for a very long time. Is is uh, my yam and bag. you actually so, said it on TVTL?
2: Do you I remember? Did? Yeah, you talked about stuffing no. the cereal down your pants.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh, it was, like it got yam bag adjacent yeah. or what was the... <laughs> something like that. <laughs> All right, that's good. I'm glad I got that out there. That's like a that's like a Howard Stern thing you know get on somehow get on t v. g. l and say yambag. <laughs> this is a challenge to you, dear listeners
0: uh it's worth noting that a long time ago, I photoshopped a very quick, stupid graphic of for our group chat uh, a sign that says this chat has chatted zero days without a yambag reference. And every time it comes up, I reset the counter to zero and post it in the chat again. I've gotten more use out of that shitty thirty-second thing <laughs> I made than maybe anything else ever in our oh, conversations. Yeah. Maybe
3: show pick, and it is not. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that, that would be a good. Maybe yeah. it is. It is not it, always me. That, yeah, anyone that, that talks uses about the balls. term. Let's make that clear. Yeah, and and I would say actually, Amy at this point is a more frequent uh violator of the, Yeah, but
1: she's a nurse. She gets to talk about body parts. Yeah. She, she right. gets,
3: Yeah, she's coming home with stories every night about, <laughs> "No, I, god, I
0: hope not." Oh. Yeah, she had to pass a yambag practical to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a long 14 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh Bobby is old. Uh because I am i am thir- i am thirty three years and a couple of weeks old, going on seventy. I like black coffee, I do crossword puzzles i watch NCIS. Read the newspaper yes, well, usually work to, for a symphony. To to the crossword puzzles I work in classical music.
2: you have a paper calendar
0: I have multiple paper <laughs> calendars. I keep track of my life in a paper planner. But I have multiple other paper calendars around me usually. Um, you kind of
2: you do like, a
4: lot of direct
0: mail.
2: Oh, just, <laughs> yep, you love the mail. You love the postal service. I think you,
0: that's one of the reasons I love Jen Andrews so early on too. I, I appreciate the the effort of trying to save the post office one letter at a time.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, did you already say Murder She Wrote? No, oh, that's but a good yeah, one. I mean,
0: Murder She Wrote. I was All. worried about I was worried about Meredith uh, snowed in, stuck in Portland, Maine, outside of Portland, <laughs> Maine, for a couple murdered. of days.
4: Because, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: you know, on Murder, She Wrote, by season three, it's always the out-of-towner passing through who's either murdered or caught up in a murder because mm-hmm. they've run out of people who actually mm-hmm. live there. <laughs> <laughs> there are no more disposable. And that nephew's never any help. Yeah, Grady. Grady Fletcher, the namesake <laughs> of one of my <laughs> <laughs> fantasy football teams through the years. He's
3: never any help, that yeah, guy. he's a
2: dope. He's
0: he's
3: like the 15th Trump Trump brother.
2: He's just, <laughs> Bobby's TV he's um, viewing is definitely what your crazy aunt with 50 cats ha- has. He just decided to start watching Parks and Rec and is like, you guys, this is actually a pretty good show. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's been off the air for how many years now? <laughs> so true. But it wasn't on CBS, right. Right. Uh, was.
3: Christy, and that's a... That's Elderly America's Most Watched (laughs) Network.
0: I do have some lines that I don't cross. I'm not into any of the other um, alphabet shows. Uh, I'm not into the uh, CSIs or any of that. You're not? Uh, I I thought you liked all the letter shows. No. No, no, no. Just just NCIS. NCIS? And just really the OG NCIS. The other ones are too unrealistic for me.
3: Mm, uh (laughs) And and Law and Order. These Neco lapers are fucking
0: terrible. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, the original Law and Order, of course, I liked, but that's because it was good forever ago. I mean, you've got great, you know, great actors in those early years. Jerry I don't do any of the S- it, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, well, we were talking about musicals just recently. I, I think I mentioned, you know, we used uh, uh, a song from. The Fantastics as a piano interlude at in our wedding, and I can always just imagine him singing in The Fantastics. Um, yeah, I, I Bonnaroo is fine, but I don't do the SVU. That's all Meredith. I can't handle all the rape and uh, sexual mm-hmm. assault stuff. I mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. It's too dark for me.
1: Um, as a slight detour, speaking of things that are dark, I started trying to watch American Crime Story, the... Assassination of Versace. Mm. One. The first season was the OJ stuff. And then this next season is the Versace one. And I'm on the third episode. And I don't know if I can keep going because it's weird and it creeps me out. And he's just, I did not know that Andrew Cunanan murdered three other people before he murdered uh, Gianni Versace. Welcome to Friday. Roundup show, everybody. <laughs> and they're just getting into an episode where he's gonna murder one of the previous guys and it's played by Mike Farrell who was BJ Honeycut on MASH. And I'm like, No, no, I love him. <laughs> I can't have him in this show. And there's weird sex stuff and I'm freaked out. Am I old? There's something
2: wrong with that. No. Um it won a bunch of golden globes. Mm -hmm. I know. It's supposed to be really good. It is good. It's just,
1: it's too scary for me.
2: No, you're not old. I don't like horror movies. I don't pay to be sad and scared. Oh, that's a good thought. So you're fine.
0: I have a similar, when you see an actor that you know so well in one role from something else, this just happened the other day. Another absolutely terrible law procedural show that we watch in the house as background noise is a british show that's been on forever called midsummer murders which is basically murder she wrote I'm familiar. in europe mm-hmm. in in With rural british england people.
1: yeah i don't watch that one there's a there's
0: a high concentration of like weird petty inbred upstairs downstairs family drama incest there's a lot of weird recurring themes because they're all British and they're all mm-hmm. these small towns so everybody's related uh, but there was just an episode about a choir and a choir competition and the conductor who conducts the choir that can never win and of course the chief inspector's wife is in the chorus because th- this happens in every episode that they are personally intertwined somehow right. uh, the mm-hmm. conductor is Peter Capaldi oh And it's from well before he was the doctor. And he is the worst conductor I think I've ever seen on TV.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, that does sort of wreck the illusion for you.
0: He's just sort of swinging his hands in unison up and down with the beat Mm. (laughs) the whole time.
3: Well, it's like when Emily sees someone knitting or Mm -hmm. crocheting in a movie or on TV, and they're never, ever doing anything, even approaching what they're supposed to be doing. And, and it's my pet peeve is is uh, coffee cups and grocery bags and movies. Yes. Because the mm-hmm. lightest no, thing in ever. suitcases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing in there. You just got your coffee. So the, the barista just handed you your coffee. Now you're gesturing wildly
2: uh-huh. with it.
0: Yep. Yeah, if they're like me, they would immediately spill coffee on their favorite hoodie three times a week. Right.
2: Or all over your hand, right? or it's, yeah. like, sitting in the lip of the cup. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we just need an unscripted fuck. It should actually be hot.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, like ah, oh, God. Yeah, where's can I get a napkin? Where's all these uh method actors? Come on. Yeah, all they gotta do is half yeah, fill Daniel it with Daniel Day cool Lewis, water. hand him some hot some hot water. Yeah, I need oh, to see yeah. how Christian Not Bale even- handles a cup of of coffee in a movie.
1: <laughs> Not even hot water, yeah. and it doesn't have to be full. If it was just half full of tap water, at least Something. there would be some weight to it.
3: Mhm. Yes. I'm glad I'm not the only person who notices this <laughs> bullshit. It's terrible. And then the grocery bags. Yeah. And just come on now. Come on now. There's never anything in there
1: except a Ever. loaf unless, of fresh unless, bread. Unless it's right.
3: <laughs> well, unless it's for comic effect. You know, you, you you either have groceries that are not part of the deal, not part of the, you know, the material. Or you have groceries that are and they're they're impossibly heavy and they're going to fall out and, you know, you're going to fall. You know, they, if you notice the groceries, mm-hmm. other than them being waitlist, th- they're going to be a part of the comedy. But other than that, it's like prop people just are like, oh, no, it, it it's not part of the scene. Just let it be. It's nothing. I think they make the, the empty cups even weigh less <laughs> when they know they're props. <laughs> I think the So it's like having a wedding ring on or something. The
1: other thing that really bugs me is that everybody wears shoes at home all the time. Now, I know some people do mm. wear shoes, but a lot of people don't wear shoes. And I noticed this back in my general hospital watching days when, you know, some revelation, mm. dun, 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 and they'd like run right out the door and they didn't stop to pick up their car keys or put their <laughs> right. shoes on or grab a coat or anything. Nobody ever puts on or takes off their shoes on soap operas.
0: They didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't open the door, stop, realize that they should probably pee first.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, kudos to the first soap opera that, where the guy stops right before he's about to rush out the door and go, oh man, if I don't pee. Because he realized the emergency is like you know, at least 34 minutes yeah. away and
0: he's not going to make it. And and I'm with you. I swear, I wondered why we were the only family on earth that didn't buy a an unsleeved fresh loaf of French bread
4: exactly in our paper right? bag
0: and like a head of celery with just the top sticking out. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. You're, I'm getting angry thinking about this. How do they live off of one paper bag of groceries?
1: Right. I don't know.
0: Uh,
3: well, once a week they went and got a comically large amount of groceries <laughs> pro- improperly packed. It turned into a whole thing. Eggs around the
0: bottom?
1: I put oh, eggs no. on the bottom. I firmly believe that eggs should go on the bottom. Okay.
3: Wow. Here we go. Well, I
0: mean, I guess structurally.
3: Christy, pop some popcorn. Let's, let's, yeah. uh, let's,
2: <laughs> no, let's. I agree with her. Let's watch this.
1: Because they're in a the cardboard or styrofoam container. Yeah. Nothing is going to squish them. I mean, you I don't
2: mean, then put like a oh. jug of orange juice on top exactly. of it.
1: Exactly. You don't put heavy things no. on top you of, put you put, on you top so put of it. You put light stuff on top of it. You put your clamshell of strawberries or blueberries. Maybe you put some frozen meals. You stack up things that you are flat that aren't going to squish <laughs> things. I think it's dumb to have the eggs on the top
2: yeah. because that's the part Egg? of this. No, s- eggs on the side. Eggs on the side. Eggs on the side. <laughs> Oh, Mike, you don't know what you're talking about. Just like about. my favorite
0: breakfast. Eggs on the
1: side. <laughs> no, eggs on the top. Eggs on the top means that if the bag tips over in the car, the eggs Slides are going to tumble out. Mm-hmm. If the eggs are in the bottom of the bag and the bag tips over, then it just I I'm 90 not arguing degrees. top. It's fine.
2: I'm arguing side. No. <laughs> what does that even mean? But where do you put the jelly on the plate to tell them that you want the eggs on the side?
0: (laughs) Uh, I want to note that Ann said clamshell and I'm wondering if that's supposed to be on Mike's list. Bobby! Uh, This is an inside joke probably worth mentioning. There's a very long list of words that have been ruled out
1: as inappropriate. Because Mike has a dirty mind. We've been over this time and time again. Just because you snicker like a 10-year-old doesn't mean everybody else there perfectly legitimate uses for the word taint in this society. And facial. Yeah. Stop laughing, Bobby. Mm.
3: Facial. That's oh, another one.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just, you, we have to retire these words. No. I mean, not from porn, obviously. But
1: obviously.
0: Yeah, you could still get
1: take well, out you, containers in that.
0: Because it's okay to get a clamshell. And...
1: Listen, <laughs> if you want to keep retire the word reach around from conversation, go ahead. There's no other meaning mm-hmm. for it.
3: No, I use that too much. I can't. I can't, I can't quit that one.
1: <laughs> Can we get back to the approved list <laughs> of inside jokes? Well, yes.
0: Meredith is not here to explain Tiny Fence Concerts. And and that one's good because it's like a multi-step joke.
1: That's true, um, but I can try for the time that Meredith was in Colorado, where uh, marijuana is a legal substance. Wait, it was she... Seattle.
2: It started in Seattle. Was it in
1: Seattle? Oh, yeah. that's right. It did start in Seattle. Yeah. And she had a has a cousin who mm-hmm. works as a at... weed distributor. Yeah, or yeah. something. The fanciest name for
0: drug dealer I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Right. And she had mm, sampled the merchandise and (laughs) was outside waiting for a table at a restaurant and felt like there was a very, very small fence enclosing her feet. A tiny fence. She was if you will.
3: She was a little too high. A little
1: bit. yeah. Little and I think high. there was a fire station across the street and she mm-hmm. was super paranoid that they were going to know that she was high. And so everything hinged on her not disrupting yeah. this tiny fence. Yep. Right. And then, of course, uh, the then she went to Colorado. Right. Then she went right. to Colorado and she's all coming together. And she was going to see a concert. And so we called it a tiny fence concert. Modeled after the NPR she our tiny desk concert where she Addie went to now a works.
2: pot cooking class before the concert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> so we do occasionally still refer to uh tiny fence concerts, and that is code for being high. If we yep. haven't explained that enough.
3: That was good. No, we good got job. there. I think mm-hmm. she'll correct us if we got anything yep. right. wrong. Yeah. First, just now, get the really, next... really high.
1: <laughs> the next one uh, predates this show, and we still refer to it sometimes. So I thought we should define it for people.
3: Oh sure. Well, uh, the the concept comes from Takedown Podcast, and that is a restaurant that serves nothing but uh, things that are b- slightly burned to fully burned, and it was called Burndy's. and um. Bobby, did it come from a Mike has ideas?
0: Do you think God, I don't do you remember? I think so. Or? I think this was yeah. some sort of some sort of growth project. It it started as something like that, and then it it the concept grew as the jokes grew, and I know that everybody had a bite at that apple, including Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: So so the the restaurant concept, Burndy's And I think there we put it up for like a vote on the name and the name was really controversial and it ended up being what I wanted it to be, which is, um, I mean, Burndy's was always the name, but the spelling, it it got weird and it it ended up being B U R B U R N E D Y apostrophe S -S 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 Burndy's because I wanted the entire word burned in there. So I got that. I got that pass. Right. Um, so that was fantastic. But anyway, um it's it's just a um it's a site on Facebook where we just riff on this restaurant and it's uh it's a lot of fun. Um, um Bobby, you've been more involved with it than I have and I know Ann enjoys it. So um
0: well, it's it's become a place a where pictures of burned food end up or explosions at drive-through restaurants or bikini barista stands or um <laughs> anything else where a lot of fire comes in contact with something that was supposed to be edible, it ends up on the menu at Burndy's. Mm. Um, I worked up the logo art for it on a whim one day, and that's lasted for a while. In fact, we should just add some Burndy's merch to the LRB store. I, I think we can get away with that. Um, <laughs> oh. I I made the original oh. slogan, when you're here, you're flammable, which <laughs> stuck. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep.
3: Yep. Oh,
1: that makes the me best happy. Best part,
0: and uh, you know, it, it'll it'll go underground for a few months while we're rebuilding and working on the insurance claims, and then it bounces back. Yeah. Then we're back. Yeah. it's just a just a fun little escape from the world over at Birdies.
3: No, the the Birdies thing—it's kind of as close as you or I will ever be to being Jeremy on Facebook. <laughs> in in. Just kind of lurking, you know, yeah. in some weird place, right. <laughs> as he as he do.
2: Yeah, there's no commitment level. Just
3: seriously, who lurks more in weird places on the internet than Jeremy? Who do we know that lurks in more weird places?
1: No legal. Bobby's Jeremy. a close second. Let me, let me point out all the places that Jeremy lurks are legal. They're just a little right.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Filter. No, I no, no shade. Yeah. It's interesting. And it's all interesting, yeah. <laughs> but but it it's uh Didn't he
1: join
2: like a flat earth yeah. society
1: page? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh
2: yeah. And then what was it? Uh Ranchers have rights. Remember that one when that was going down? Oh, yeah. And then he Bunny became a, ranch a, people. Yeah, and then he talked them into making him an admin and then he just like <laughs> deleted the group. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, no one likes to invite death more than Jeremy. But he he follows online. some pretty
2: crazy pages, mm-hmm. and I've yes, I've joined them, and then I I have to be out after one day. <laughs> right, like this is this are too nuts.
0: What was the what was the lineage group? I have a fake Facebook account that's still a member. Oh, of. oh, that's
2: uh, Phyllis Boone. Right, uh, Daniel Boone.
1: Phyllis is distantly related to Daniel Boone. <laughs> that was me.
0: Yeah, it's too bad
3: that she's. Are we allowed to reveal that on this show? I think well, so. We're just getting a lot of, of
0: messages okay. from that woman who wants to know exactly how many cousins <laughs> removed we are. Oh yeah, who is
3: who is this Phyllis? Yeah. And
1: yeah,
3: What's her claim again?
0: <laughs>
3: um, I
1: mean, there's a lot of members on the page. There's a lot of people who claim Daniel Boone as an ancestor. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who will challenge your claim and take it very seriously. <laughs> I just got off Daniel Boom's mom last night.
1: Michael. All right,
0: it's getting late. Uh, entitled etiquette.
2: I think Mike came up with that, right? Mine.
3: Mhm. Yeah, it's mine.
0: And it, but someone else can explain. I think it's it. pretty straightforward actually.
2: Mm. <laughs> well, it's a a spoof off of what?
3: Yeah, what was the show about manners?
2: Um. And they they did commercials for it all the time.
3: Yeah. Uh, By the awesome. Post, post, By yes. The, the post awesome siblings. siblings.
2: Yes. Right.
0: Yep. OK. Right. Our joke lasted longer than the show.
1: <laughs> it's <Right>. true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like porn. You know, it when you see it. Right. It almost always mm-hmm. applies to Luke and his entitled etiquette. Yes.
3: Occasionally Andrew will stomp out of some establishment and you know well, he he'll have a little taste of
0: it but mm-hmm. I believe you meant that it's like a Richard Serra Mostly sculpture. By the way. <laughs> You'll know it when you see it.
3: Even though no one wants to
0: talk about it from the Paul Allen administration. <laughs> And that's it. We had question marks after that. Did we miss any? I
2: don't think so.
1: I don't know. I was just leaving room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: I think if you have one specific, if people have one that they specifically want to know, you can write to us or send us a throw your phone, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you yeah. want to know. Thank you for the question, though. That, that was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, one listener can make a difference. We get a whole segment out of that. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen.
3: Okay, everyone, ready? Okay. Hello,
1: i Hello. Five more minutes. <laughs> I have a late checkout. You want hand job? No. You want hand job? Late checkout. No? <laughs> Quick hand job. Oh God. Naked.
3: Perfect. <laughs> okay. Um oh, God. You you can buy stuff from us, as Bobby mentioned. We have March at 10710.com forward slash shop. Archive project. I'm I'm in. Try to beat Anne. I'm in. Oh, yes. If anyone else gets to 40 weeks, all of us will come to their town. I promise this without uh, ever consulting
0: any of (laughs) the people.
3: This is how you got
2: in this mess the first time.
0: It really just means you and Emily have enough frequent flyer miles to get us all there. (laughs) Well, we can get there. (laughs) Your your
3: airfare is up to you. All right. uh, Buy stuff uh, through the Amazon link, littleredbandwagon.com, forward slash Amazon, earbuds and earworms. This week, literary songs, songs with some sort of uh, bookish uh, hue. Mm -hmm. That's it.
1: And if you would like to get involved with the show, as Kristen did, by submitting that great topic, you can go to LittleRedBandWagon.com. You can check in at ThrowYourPhone.com. They are coming fast and furious, and they are so fucking fantastic, you guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You can come and check out our Facebook page. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. You could send us longer emails at LittleRedBandWagon at gmail.com voicemail or text at 802 432 tbtl that's 802 432 8285 and fax bobby your butt at 617-354-8513 make tyler's dream come true and with that (laughs) christy why don't you get us out of here
2: until next time this is the next party
3: we love you jim
0: Does that mean
1: I'm gonna nail it?
0: Uh huh. Nailed it.
1: I mean, I'm single. I feel like
3: your nailed it came too quickly. I'm
1: single and I live alone. I'm not nailing anything tonight. <laughs>
2: Please say you got well, that you're in the clear. Pregnant, so. <laughs> I didn't tell my Waffle House story. Oh,
1: oh no. <laughs> next time. Easter egg? Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, next time it will be late. It will be too late. Well, well you well, don't then know that. It. Give it. <laughs> put the I mean... eggs on the side. Just tell it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, the worst part about this cruise that I'm going on is that it's leaving from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, And near there are very many Waffle Houses. So I was very excited because I arrive at 6 a.m. And I don't think we can board until 3 p.m. So I said, let's go to Waffle House. I text the person who's putting this all together. And she said, nope, we go to IHOP because you can get all you can eat pancakes for $5.
1: And they're the best pancakes (laughs) when you get them for $5.
2: How many pancakes can you actually eat? Yeah. They give you five to start out with. That's enough.
3: That's my problem with pancakes. I want one.
2: Right. Yep. I I want just like two bites of one. I
3: want one and some other stuff.
0: Yeah. I want exactly enough pancake to sop up the egg yolk from my eggs. That's it.
2: So I don't get to go to Waffle House. I want a lot of pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to go on a cruise where everything is all you can eat. Hmm. Let's save that for later.
3: All you can eat is not a selling point. No. Once you pass a certain age. I mean, I guess some people, metabolism is different, but I just, I, I can't, well, it's Mike, not. Well, all you can
2: eat cheese? No, thank
0: you. No. No, it's about no. variety and quality. That's yeah. why I want to go to like a Vegas buffet.
2: Yeah, it's not like mm-hmm. all you can eat. Uh, american cheese slices i'm saying all you can eat cheese like there's a variety is this still an easter egg can
0: i still put all of this at the end of the episode yeah sure great